podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to the Roden Podcast. Stay tuned to hear all things LFC. Hello everyone and welcome to this evening's podcast with myself and Ryan Babble. Ryan is obviously a professional footballer who knows a thing or two about our latest recruit, Ryan Gravenberch. First of all, Ryan, it's great to see you again. It's been, I think it's just over a year now, so there's much life, oh, there's yeah. much changed in your life. <laughs> Already. Um, I mean, yeah. you know, we are a year older again. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, things, things are, uh, you know, similar, same routine, different season. <laughs> and you're, you're in, you got a match tomorrow, is that right? Did you say? I got a match tomorrow, yes. I'm right now, I'm in the hotel um, with the team. Uh, you know, same old, same stuff, you know, when you have a game, preparations. <laughs> How are you guys doing? How are you getting on it? You seem to drop off a little bit towards the end of last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, we um, lost the playoffs uh, last season, so we didn't make it to uh, go a league higher. Um, right now, we have uh, started pretty well. We are top of the league, uh, three games, three wins. So hopefully we can, uh, you know, keep that going. Nice. Okay. Okay. So let's get into things then. So I, I don't, you'll pronounce it different than me. You know what we're like with our pronunciations. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But Ryan Gravenberch, is that right? Uh, I mean, probably in English it's right. <laughs> I'm not Go on, sure. Man, you, say it. Uh, you know, in Dutch it's Gravenberg. Okay. I won't try that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, we're expecting this deal to go through any minute, pretty much. Um, yeah. He arrived in Liverpool this morning, obviously yeah. for his medical. Um, big deal, big deal. Yes. What will he bring to Liverpool that we don't have already? Uh, good question, good question. Um, I mean, you know, he's a box-to-box player. He's, uh, he's still, uh, you know, pretty young. He still has uh, adds a lot of flair to his game. And even though, you know, he's a midfield player, uh, in my opinion, you know, he has enough creativity to to make things happen, especially for the front players, you know, with his true pass, um, uh, the pass over the defenders. Uh, he has a great vision, you know, always want to try and play the ball forward. Obviously, you know, um, Ajax Academy player. So, um, you know, the basics in general are all are all there. Um, and, and yeah, you know, when he when he came up, obviously, they, they would always you know, kind of like tease him with uh, the new Pogba. But in my opinion, I feel like um, there are similarities, but, you know, he is his own player. Um, but that's, I think you can expect a little bit more, you know. Um, I know that, I'm not sure if it's correct, but I think Liverpool was looking for an- another number six, holy midfielder. Yeah. Um, I mean, in my opinion, I think you, you would do you would do him short to just play him there. Um, because, you know, once he has the ability to also arrive in the box or be around the box and receive the ball there. He has great finishing, you know? So um, if he just have to play, um, you know, from from left to right and just be in front of the defense, I feel like you won't see his ultimate quality, in my opinion. Um, but, um, yeah, you know, a, a guy who can still, you know, make something happen from midfield uh, onwards to the forward. That's good. Um, I've seen a few clips of him actually. He's got a he can hit the ball, can't he? 100%. 100%. You know, good right foot. Um, also, good vision, you know, for the assist. And, um, and yeah, you know, also in defense, you know, he can track back, he can tackle. 
and uh, I still believe there's so much more potential, you know, with him, with his body strength. I'm sure he he already gained a, a lot uh, in his time in Germany, you know, but compared to when, when I played with him in 2019, 20, uh, I already see much growth. So I think there's still room for much, much more growth. Yeah, well, you mentioned that. So he must have been, what, 19, maybe 18 at that time? Uh, 18, 18, yes, 18. So, you know, he uh, just came up. Uh, I think it was uh, that year that I was there. I think that was his first official season, being with the first team. You know, he played, I think, some games the season prior to that. Uh, but he was an official player. He played uh, the majority of the games. Um you could tell, you know, a young player, uh, not necessarily consistent yet, but already good enough, in my opinion, to to understand why he was a regular at that time already. Um, and yeah, you know, the right the season before he left for Bayer, he had his best season for Ajax. You know, uh, uh, was a yeah a regular in in the first eleven, um, had a good season in Champions League, obviously. And um, so, yeah, you know, I understand. I understand um, why Liverpool uh, would want to sign him. Yeah. So you mentioned Bayern Munich. So why why do you think it didn't work out for him at the at Bayern? Uh, well, if I believe, I think right now um, they don't play really with um, the system that he played. They play with two holy midfielders. You know, mm. so he has to either play one of the two sixes which doesn't really put him in the right, you know, uh, position and, and, and play style, in my in my opinion. So um, I feel like that's why he didn't really fit in with Bayer. Nice. Um, and I think that's, I guess, the main reason why it didn't work out. Yeah, so obviously the fee reported right now is 40 million euros, 34 million pounds. Um, it seems quite cheap to me, if I'm being completely yeah. honest with you. And I know that sounds really silly because we're talking 30 odd million pounds. But yes. in the current market, you know, people are going out and spending 105 millions on Declan Rice's and, you know, yeah. 110 million on the Enzo at um, yeah. Chelsea. Yeah. The, the market's gone crazy, as you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. 34 million for me, it, it seems to give us. Uh, seems to take the pressure off him as daft as that sounds because it's yeah. not extortionate price so we were obviously linked with Caicedo who went to Chelsea 110 yeah. plus I think yeah. if he'd have come in and he didn't perform he would have been yeah. under serious pressure but yeah 34 million sort of gives us that freedom to develop him as well as yeah. do, do you think that's yeah. right and I think it's fair too you know like uh, look he went to Bayern Munich he uh, was never able to be a, a real regular for Bayer so again, you know, he still has a lot to prove. He still has to develop, uh, and I think he knows that too. And I think he's definitely grateful to, you know, for Liverpool to give him that chance. And I think, you know, with the price and everything, you know, I think it fits perfectly. You know, like um, he is talented. I believe um, he does has a big potential to become even more world class. You know, um, but uh, yeah, you know, right now it's Liverpool's job and of course the manager's job to to help him develop and reach his full potential. So hopefully uh, he can do that at Liverpool. And I don't know how much how much you're involved in his personal life, but have you dropped him a message? Actually, I spoke to him the very first time when he got linked to Liverpool. I think that was a few months ago. So I already had a small chat and, you know, uh, we've been chatting and uh, he was like, still like, yeah, I don't know if buyer, you know, uh, 
uh, gonna let me go. But yeah, let's see what happens, right? And um, yeah, I dropped him actually a message yesterday, you know, so he's very excited, you know. Um, I told him, you know, you're gonna enjoy the club, the city, the fans, uh, the whole, you know, atmosphere. And uh, so he was excited, he was really excited. Well, you know what it's like to live here. Did you give him any places or any tips of where to go? No, no, we haven't we haven't uh, got in, in in that depth yet. But uh, definitely, of course, if I have a chance, then uh, you know I give him. Uh, but I'm sure he's in, in in great hands with Virgil and and, and you know uh, Cody already. So uh, I'm sure he will be fine. <laughs> well, we hope so. We hope so, and I'm, yeah. I'm sure he will. You you know what we're like as people in this city. It's very welcome, and so. Of course. Um, okay, so his is like you mentioned, his name has been touted. To move to Liverpool for quite some time, and it seems that Jurgen has been after Ryan for quite some time as well. Um, right. Why do you think it took so long? Do you think this is just Bayern playing hard to get? Bayern seem to be um, a difficult club to 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 do business with, um, and and I heard that uh, before. So yeah, probably you know they they might first wanted to see um, you know. If there was still a chance for him to convince them in preseason, you know, and since now the the league has started and and they maybe have their team together, they were like, okay, well, we might not need Ryan that much, so now we are willing to do business, you know. So I guess the first time around, you know, they still weren't sure to try and get rid of him, but right now, I guess, you know, they made up their minds. Well, it's it's clearly a difficult place to play your football, as we seen with Sadio Mane last season. So you know. People tend to think that if you go somewhere and it doesn't quite work out, that you've actually failed. But that's that's the opposite. It's, sometimes it's just not the right time or the right place, is it? Yeah, no, exactly. And 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 that's also you know my experience, right? Um, we tend to think that um, you know a player naturally would do well anywhere where they go, right? Yeah. It, it's yeah. A, a football. Football is like literally, it's like a puzzle, and and and. If the puzzle doesn't necessarily fit with the other puzzles, then unfortunately, yeah, it doesn't work out. And we have seen so many times, right? Uh, uh, another great example was, uh, or is maybe, you know, Donny van der Beek, who was an Ajax a superstar and went to Man United. And yeah, it just doesn't fit, you know? And um, there are many, plenty examples of players who, who are talented, who are maybe great players, but then they end up choosing a team that doesn't fit them. And then, yeah, you know, you, the, the situation has to be sorted to find, uh, you know, their niche and their, their team back and their playing style. And, yeah, you know, that, that, that happens, that's football. Okay, so I've seen a picture of Ryan in a, um, in a Liverpool shirt. Now, is this because he's an actual fan or did he just get slipped one from you one time? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a great question. I, I'm not sure, actually. I, I have no idea. I have no idea. But, um, I mean, look, he, it, I, I think he obviously... Um, have paid attention to Liverpool development over the years. And, and again, in my opinion, um, you know, after the, the Fernando Torres era, I felt like Liverpool went through a phase where it was maybe not so lucrative for players to join Liverpool. But I feel like since we have Jurgen Klopp and how he was able to, you know, revise the whole, um, you know, uh, fighting for titles and ambition you know i feel like a lot of players now also want to join liverpool naturally you know uh, so you know he's not um he's not naive he i'm sure he did his homework before he wanted to join so uh, yeah i'm sure he's a fan yeah okay so a couple of last questions because i know you've got stuff to do um 
first of all, I'm sure when people are listening to this later on, they will want to know where the Babble Copter is. Where the what? <laughs> where the Ryan Babble Chopper is. Where, where are you the up chopper, under? <laughs> oh, yeah, you know. The Chopper, always deadline day, makes makes <laughs> a lot of a lot of miles. <laughs> He's anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Um, obviously, last question. It's just that it's some it's something off off subject to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I want to know your thoughts on this. So obviously the Saudi Pro League, um, it's blowing numbers out of the water, left, right, and centre. Yeah. Um, today, obviously the bid for Mohamed Salah, hundred and fifty oh, yeah. million. Oh yeah. Um, I mean personally, I don't think we can afford to do that right now. Uh, yes. I think he's invaluable at this moment. Let's say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on this whole development? At Saudi, um, you know there are a few, of course, um, opinions and perspectives uh, that I have, right? So, in general, I, I guess we want always to see our best players to play in Europe for the best teams, right? Um, they, you want to see them play in the Champions League. You want to see them compete, um, and 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 that's as a football fan, you you want to see that, right? Um, then you have, on the other hand. From a footballer's perspective, depending on where they at in their career, often it's like I guess you have to see it as a once in a lifetime opportunity to also, let's say, set yourself up for the rest of your life, right? Because even though we tend to think that you know uh, football is everything, and I feel like yes, football is definitely part of everyone's lives, whether you're a fan or a football player, but there's so much more than football, right? Especially also if you look today's what happened in the world. Um, look, there are a lot of people who, who want to also contribute and help, right? And and most of the time, like, uh, I, I feel like, you know, Sadio Mane, for example, is, the, is a great example that we know is how much he does gives back to his community and his country for being able to earn so much money, right? So. Yeah. Again, everyone has their own situation where they contribute or not. But I do understand from a footballer's perspective why they would choose that move. Because, yeah, you know, they would never earn that in Europe, right? Um, yeah. But again, um, yeah, you know, um, if you ask me regarding Mo Salah on deadline day, you want to compete, I wouldn't sell him. But if you, let's say you still had one and a half months to, let's say, find replacement, as a business perspective, I would definitely think about it. Since Mo Salah's thirty-one, you 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 get. Um, uh, I I read it was already now pushed up to two hundred million or something, maybe in euros. I don't know in pounds, but again, that's a business decision, right? But as of now, it's deadline day. You cannot most most likely you cannot find a replacement. Um, Mo Salah's the core attacker to try and, and lead the other attackers now in front line like if you lose Mo Salah right now yeah that would be a disaster yeah so <clears throat> obviously you mentioned it can set you up for life moving to Saudi now it, listen I'm going to say this from a normal person's perspective I, have, right. I haven't been lucky enough to earn this money per week that footballers do but they obviously right. they earn that money for the reason they've worked hard all of their life the commitments they've right. put in for this and Obviously, people are now saying, well, you know, they're already set for life, so why do they want to do that more? Well, right. you know yourself, you're you're not yeah. just a footballer, you're you're a businessman outside of things yeah. as well. So this will obviously help your ventures elsewhere as well. So 
I think people just they're too keen to say, listen, I'm on the fence with it because I know yeah. how sensitive yeah. the Saudi, you know, human rights act and things like that are. It's a, it's a touchy yeah, subject. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes. But there's two sides to every story, isn't there? Of course, of course, of course. And and again, um, I understand the the perspective often from, uh, uh, let's say, a fan. But mm-hmm. what you often in reality uh, find is that you, as you are starting to earn more money, you also start to take off, uh, take on a lot more responsibilities other than just yourself. Yes, we as our individual could maybe be set for life, but all of a sudden, subconsciously, we've been, we've been now taking responsibilities of more families or more people, you know, um, and 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 so, yeah. You need more money to maintain those people, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> so that's just the reality, right? Um, I feel like people who start to earn money, and especially if it's a lot of money, they not tend to just think about their themselves only, right? They start mm-hmm. to now take on more responsibilities, so whether they're able to do it or not. And then they realize like, oh, geez, the, the monthly or the yearly annual burden is, is actually a, a big keep up. It's not something that I can maintain if I would, let's say, stop playing football today. So, yeah, we still have to make sure, you know, we, we, we put that safe. So, again, uh, I'm not talking for everyone, but what I see around myself is often that's the case. You know, so it's not just you as individual. Oh, we are set for life. Why would you go to Saudi if you're already, you know, no, it's yeah. often also the rest and outside that people don't see. <laughs> and how is um how is not so little Ryan your little boy now? Because every time I see him on your Instagram and that mate, he's massive. He is uh, he's thirteen years old. He's already taller than me, and um, he has a, a bigger shoe size than me. It's crazy. Um, wow. uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's uh, he's really tall, but uh, yeah, you know, he um, of course he has aspirations to be comfortable player. Uh, whether it happens or not, of course we're gonna try and see. Um, how he develops uh, in the next few years, I feel like you know it's important. Um, but yeah, you know maybe uh, he one day he's good enough to uh, join uh, join the academy in Liverpool, and then from there, uh, let's see. You know he's very tall, so I assume either he could either be become a very good striker or a very good defender. So let's see how he develops. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. Thanks very much for your time tonight, mate. Um, this is obviously this is live on a couple of social medias. Um, my first live this, so I haven't even put anything out about this. So I'm going to get this all edited up. I'm going to put it on obviously the music um, streaming platforms. But again, I appreciate your time, um, and I'm looking forward to seeing what you do tonight because I know you like to keep busy on transfer deadlines. Eh? Oh yeah, um, for sure. <laughs> it's it's always good to see you, and it's it's been always. an absolute pleasure again, Ryan. No problem. Pleasure is mine. Thank you. Yes. All right, speak soon. Thanks to everyone for listening in to today's podcast and thank you to our amazing guests. Without them, this wouldn't be possible. Don't forget to follow us on social media, twitter.com forward slash the road end pod and on Instagram, Instagram slash the road end pod.